Welcome back to another episode of the MetaMakers podcast. The MetaMakers podcast. <laughs> I'm here with my friend. Could you please introduce yourself? I'm Gil. Some people know me as the Blue Dragonfly. I have a last name too. Do you need to know that? Sure. Gil Rosen. <laughs> Thank you for joining us, Gil. Yes. Um, I know a lot of people know you as the Master Beater, but the I know that beater, your correct. name is changing. So, what are you called now? Uh, you can call me whatever you want. <laughs> Depends on the situation. Uh, no, I'm 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 just uh, I'm just Gil or Gilly. Uh, some people call me Blue. Um, I've been I I, I kind of uh, jokingly call myself a master beater uh, because I uh, I don't know why because I think it was funny. <laughs> Well, it certainly caught my attention. Yes, it caught. Yes, it catches. I think that's the point. You're so out there that when you say things like that, people are captivated and they want to listen to your story. Well, I think it, mostly they think, "Wow, this guy is like uh, announcing that he masturbates," and 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 it it gives them gives them pause um, because most people uh, do that behind closed doors, and I do too. But uh. <laughs> so, what is your story, what, Gil? What's that? You're you're beating right now as we speak. Correct. Um, these blue beads are found all over the DMV area. Yes. I've met m multiple people that have the bracelet that I've never met before. Right. What What's the story behind the beads? Uh, the story behind the beads. The the. Well, each each bracelet has its own unique story, just because. I've given these to thousands of people and the circumstances of beating with them was different just as, you know, making a bracelet right now. So I'm going to leave, when I leave the podcast, you'll have four bracelets to give to somebody. Nice. Um, but they have to listen to the podcast. So <laughs> so all four listeners, you, you need, will get bracelets. Yes. Hey, <laughs> all four of you out there. Thanks for listening. You're going to get bracelets. And if you come to one of our events, that's when right. you come to one that's of our events, right. you'll you, probably and, no, also and, and, have and, the and, opportunity. That's right. So if, if 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 usually if I'm around, my beads come with me. Yeah, and so definitely. I've noticed that. The yeah. So so the master beater became because I I, I bead in public. <laughs> I came out of the closet. <laughs> uh, it's great. It's weird, but great, and and everybody loves you for it. I well, mean, it's it's um. The, the 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 bracelet actually has a kind of a sad beginning, uh, just because you know what's a story if it doesn't have a little bit of a tragedy, mm. um, and my tragedy began uh, it'll be six years this July. My brother took his life, mm. and um, par after he died, I um, I kind of went on this spiritual trip for a while mm. and. Uh, I did kind of like an eat, pray, love, a local eat, pray, love. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, you know, I'm, I'm a dad, and so I, I couldn't very well go to Bali. So I, I decided to go to Rock Creek Park instead. And um, my, uh, my journey into Rock Creek Park, or this is actually not even, it's not even Rock Creek Park. It's a little tiny tributary, Rock Creek Park. <laughs> but... Uh, I would go there and smoke weed and um, just uh, and do yoga at the time. I was doing a lot of yoga and uh, and before I um, 
before I would do yoga, I would just clean up. I would clean up trash because you don't want to do yoga around trash. Of That's kind of not. a trashy yoga. <laughs> <laughs> and so uh, I uh, would just um, clean up trash and get high and do yoga. And that was kind of my practice for a while. And then at the same time that I was doing that, I was um, involved in uh, volunteering for hospice. And one of my uh, hospice patients used to be, as she would tell me stories of her um, childhood and various traumas that she'd experienced. And uh, whenever I was with her, I was kind of envious that she was beading. It was like, wow, that's really cool. And mm -hmm. she was able to talk and bead. And I was like, wow, that's really cool. You can kind of have a, it's kind of like therapeutic on her end. And then she would, at the end of the thing, she gave me some bracelets. I was like, whoa, that is super cool. And I decided to adopt the practice after she died. And, uh, and I mean, it has kind of like, you know, I, I hate throwing like these cosmic woo-woo jargon, but just my, this has been my experience, so I can't not convey it. So when I was, when I was doing this, the, the yoga and the thing, I, I, there were times when I was like, when I would get really high and I felt like I was being watched. I was like the ancestors were watching me and this, like, you know, old woods and stream and rocks and all that stuff. And and I felt that, and there was one point I even, I, I remember I was in a support group of um, people who had lost loved ones to suicide, and I was telling them the story of how one time I, f I, was, I was in the midst of my practice, and um, I, f I heard cheering, and it was like, you know, people cheering my name, Gili, Gili, which I'm, I'm Israeli originally, and so like that was, that was my childhood name. Uh, Gilly and um, I feel like as if this practice that I'm doing which is what my beating is um, is supported by not just my my brother who is kind of what the blue dragonfly is all about it's my alter ego but mm -hmm. it's my ancestors my ancestors are supporting watching and it is my um I hate to use the word redemption because it sounds like it's like such a heavy word. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it's it's really my my healing, uh, which is a much better word. In the Hebrew, it's tikkun, and tikkun literally means healing. So, I heal through through the pain of um, what happened to my brother. My brother had had struggled with depression for most of his adult life, and my father died in a psychiatric hospital. Mm. And the um, and I've got lots of kind of ancestors and people who had struggled with mental illness or what we categorize as mental illness. My grandmother was called hysterical. That was that was the word in the 30s in Germany. And what I have learned over the course of the the last six years, but more, you know, I, I'd studied kind of esoteric Judaism, Kabbalah, and that kind of stuff. What I've learned is that um, psychosis, mania, whatever the DSM uh, claims modern afflictions of mental illness are, uh, there's, there's a whole other world. And especially as you delve into spirituality of any depth, of any kind of, um, uh, you will find that 
most of the adherents have had episodes where they hear voices, where they experience the cosmos in a quali- qualitatively different way. And so that process is, um, is something that I experience now all the time. Uh, and the way that I, 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 I channel that energy is through beating. Beating has become kind of my yoga practice. I don't practice yoga per se. I don't practice asanas or right. um, you know postures and that kind of stuff. But what I practice is um, a practice of cleaning up trash, which is something I do practically every day, uh, and making bracelets and distributing them either to people or to trees or just leaving them on rocks or just leaving them wherever. So um, there's thousands of them out there. Some of them I've given to people. Some of them I've just left to be picked up. And uh, the, the one of my favorite teachers as I was kind of contemplating my own existence, I happened upon uh, Jay Krishnamurti, which is... He's a theosophist from the early 20th century, and he he said uh, he said a lot of things. He's an amazing speaker. You can find him all over YouTube. But one of the most famous quotes he's known for is, "It is no measure of sanity to be sane in an insane world." Mm. And so, the world is qualitatively insane, and the um, in terms of the environment, in terms of governance, in terms of uh, patriarchy, all those things are something that humanity's been dealing with for thousands of years, and religion being a prime example of it. And I think my my days are really kind of a reflection of um, because I live in this kind of cosmic world, uh, and the you know I think even today this is nearly six years after my brother's suicide and almost also six years after I lost I saw my last psychiatrist um, or psychologist or any kind of this um, I think if I stepped into a psychiatrist's office today or a psychologist and they would have an interview with me what they would they would diagnose me as probably psychotic probably bipolar, uh, definitely uh, depression, anxiety. I mean, all those things. They would throw the book at me. Uh, I've been told that I have MS um, because I had some lesions following some kind of cosmic experience when I lost my sight in one eye. Um, And so all those things have led me to have a deep antipathy towards both the medical uh, outlook on um, mental health and also um, now as I've wandered around for the last six years and talked to thousands of people because I think one of the things that these bracelets help me do is they facilitate deep conversations yeah, with people Definitely. Um, I mean I'm talking right now but usually I let other people talk yeah <laughs> Uh, but uh, what I've discovered is that there is so much unhappiness Um, I mean I drive around Uber a lot and um, and I talk to a lot of people a lot of people who on the face of it appear uh, 
um, very successful. They they appear like my brother. You know, my brother was a, was a doctor. He was he was successful. He went to Johns Hopkins. He had all the right credentials, and likewise, all the people who are working at Deloitte, all the people who are you know have have everything seemingly going for them. There's so much unhappiness, and so what they do is at the end of the day they go to happy hour. You know, like happy yeah. hour. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, as we speak, like a lot of people are getting wasted at happy hour. Yeah. And so I'm, I'm happy all the time, <laughs> or at least I try to. And then otherwise I'm depressed because I do experience fundamental depression. Yeah, man. A lot, almost every day. <laughs> yeah, I think a lot of people do feel that, myself included. I would resonate with that as well. For the most part, I'm happy and I do my best to inspire others and stay positive right. and, and share that energy. But... Um, when I come down, it's fast and hard, and yeah. and uh, I don't really talk to anyone for a day or two, which doesn't seem like a lot to right. you. In, no, 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 that's the same as there. me. <laughs> but um, it's it's yeah, it's deep uh, depression. I heard it said once is when you're depressed, it's a deep rest, and uh, it's time for us to reflect. And so I definitely resonate with that. Yeah. Um, also, really resonate with the channeling of the energy using beads as a way to focus your energy um and and i love that you pick up trash i mean we just showed you a video today of, right. <laughs> of uh, someone picking up tra uh, trash activating their bracelet could you talk about how to activate one sure. of the blue so, dragonfly um, bracelets the i i think that what happened was um i was talking to this uh macedonian shaman one time and he's in Key West, and he actually, I don't, I don't sell my bracelet anywhere except with him. <laughs> so if you're in Key West and you find a Macedonian shaman, he's the, he's the guy you can actually uh, buy a bracelet from. Oh, wow. But um, the, the <laughs> so he's he's a trippy dude. So the the um, you'd have to be to be a shaman, I'd assume. Yeah, you know, the, the thing about shamans and any kind of self-professed um, kind of spiritual woo-woo guru, like, not, I mean, I, I, don't, I don't qualify myself within that realm. I, I think the, I mean, we all are. Either we're all are or we're, we're, I mean, some of us just have... I think it comes out of trauma, like a, at least for me. Mm. Like I've experienced a profound amount of yeah. trauma in my life. And I think that trauma really is a window to seeing things a little bit differently. And so likewise, this guy, and he, he's, he's great, and he carries a lot of energy with him. And he's also very extrasensory. And so I gave him my bracelet, and I always, you know, I never... I, I never, or at least I try not to convey any of the energy that I'm feeling onto the bracelet. The beads are made of glass, so they really don't absorb uh, very much. Um, nevertheless, part of me stays with, with the beads. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And he, he was like, I, I, I was like, I couldn't, there was just too much energy on the bracelet. I had to take it off. And I was like, oh, wow. I, I never really considered that that, that could happen and so I told him I said you know just go into water and dip it in water 
But before you do that, pick up 18 pieces of trash. And the, the, the 18 pieces of trash symbolize to me, I think we, we all carry um, a tremendous amount of garbage with us, um, like mental garbage. I, I carry tremendous amount of Definitely. mental garbage. Absolutely. <laughs> and the, um, the 18 pieces of trash are really kind of like to heal through that process of picking some, some of that up. So hopefully mm. as you're picking up some garbage, you, you reflect on what you're picking up and you reflect on all the, you know, how much, how much you've been marketed to, quite frankly, and how much you use. And hopefully it'll make some impact on you, at least in your observation of how you, how you see yourself within the construct of whatever this reality is. Um, and then water is just the ultimate cleansing um, thing as I, as I perceive. Mm -hmm. And so I, I also tell people to set an intention when you do that because mm -hmm. when you set an intention, and it's not something that I tell you to do, but it's, and it's, not, it's, it's, a, it's a prayer of your own making. Yeah. You know, an intention is a prayer of your own making. And so when you, when, when, you, when you set that in water, water has a memory and a little bit of the water is retained on that bracelet. And so I think of it as a, as a way of kind of setting an intention for yourself and, and the bracelet then acts as a reminder of that intention. And so the, I don't, like when I give a bracelet or I hide a bracelet, I, the, the intention is healing, right? Mm -hmm. It's a healing bracelet. Mm -hmm. Um, and the, if there's anything that I set with it, it's love because I do it out of love. There's no, I've never given, you know, a, a hex or anything. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> some people have accused me of that. I'm sure. <laughs> but, the the, it, it's, it's really meant in, in love and in healing. But, you know, some people in order to, f to heal, some people are going to have to experience some of this pain that they carry, some of this garbage that they carry. And if in some way the bracelets facilitate that, I think that's great, but just don't blame me because they're just reflection of you, not me. Mm. And I've done, I'm, mm. I'm doing my work. Yeah. Yeah. The truth hurts a truth lot hurts. of the time. Truth hurts. And we're, it's, 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 we are comfortably numb. Mm. We are comfortably numb. Mm. Roger Waters was straight on. Mm. And so that the, the, the thing is it's, it's much easier to just be comfortably numb than to witness the pain that you're actually going through. And that's why people are going to happy hour mm. to get comfortably numb, number. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Maybe. I maybe. mean, the truth hurts, but it can also set you free. That's right. That's right. If we allow it. If you allow, it. We and, allow and, it. And, and, and I think that done within, uh, a loving construct and with friends it's like there was a time when when I was smoking a lot of weed I was like oh weed is great well, you, you should, everybody should smoke weed but the 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 thing that it brings up like the paranoia like that it brings up like there were times when I got so so scared and the scary part of it was that I was, it was, it, it forced me to face the truth. Yeah. And so the, sometimes the paranoia is right. Like, like somebody's watching, 
Well, there is a Ute Indian tradition that um, the wildlife, insects and stuff like that are watching, right? So we are constantly being watched and they're like, particularly as it relates to the dragonflies, like dragonflies vision is fundamentally different than ours. They have like 33 cones versus our seven cones. They see dimensions and colors which we can't even imagine. And the U tradition is that when one dragonfly sees something, all dragonflies see something. Wow. Now, the dragonflies see me cleaning up trash all the time. And I've actually saved dragonflies. I've seen dragonflies that have been, uh, you know, uh, uh, they've had their legs wrapped around fishing wire and I've saved them. So, but, but, you know, by dragonfly standards, I'm like, the, I'm, I'm the dragonfly savior. <laughs> so could you tell us a little bit more about the dragonfly? Where did that originate? Oh, the dra- uh, yeah, the, the dragonfly, I was at, um, I forget which lock it is, but I was up on the Potomac and um, doing my cleaning stuff. And, um, well, actually, when was the first dragonfly? I got lots of dragonfly stories. <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> Have you saved in my phone as Gil Dragonfly Rosen? Yeah, yeah, that's And me. then the, uh, the emoji. <laughs> You got a dragonfly emoji? No. What is it? It's the butterfly. It's the butterfly. Hey, Apple. Yeah, we need a blue dragonfly. And other <laughs> cell phone providers. Dude, we I, definitely need a dragonfly. Can, if you can provide a dragonfly emoji, you will definitely get four bracelets. And choose the color. <laughs> can you imagine? Red, blue, green dragonflies. That'd be totally dope. Yeah. I mean, dragonflies are the best flyers totally. they're the best aviators they're the best. of the planet that we know of well they, more they, than hummingbirds they have four wings i know they're totally dope they're amazing can uh <laughs> flap independently of yes. all of the other three that's right and in eastern, eastern mythology <laughs> because of their connection with the lotus they are strongly associated with transcending the earthly mm. realm i.e becoming i mean they, they, blue lotus is a psychedelic Yes, the blue lotus. That's the right. Egyptians yeah, yeah. would uh, totally. extract the. Uh, I can get you something. I can hook you. You can buy it here in yeah, DC yeah, totally, totally. from uh, an herbal store down the totally, road. Totally. Let's go get some blue lotus. <laughs> Shout out to uh, Chi. No, 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 no. Next time, next time, if we if we do this again, we're gonna totally have some blue lotus. Okay, you have to promise me. <laughs> <laughs> you have to promise me. I'm sure the listeners would enjoy that. <laughs> this is an explicit podcast. You never know. You never know. Um, so I, I, I've had all sorts of dragonfly experiences. Either at first they were with um, with actual dragonflies where I've had dragonflies like literally. Like one time I mistakenly thought that dragonflies are like butterflies and you can just, you know, you can just coerce them onto your to your hands so you can just you know you just slowly move it and then they climb on you can do that butterflies are pushovers they just climb right on but 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 dragonflies are no fucking pushovers they're like this fucking dragonfly like i'm trying to do this and this fucking homeboy i'm I'm, i kid you not he literally gets up and he punches me he punches me in my third eye i kid you not you fucking do just boom right on my forehead i'm like what the fuck do you think i am some butterfly And, and he then, flew away. No, no, and then comes right back to where he was. Oh my gosh. He was crazy. Could have had a V8. That's what, what he was saying to you. Yeah, I was like, are you fucking, what do you think? 
You think this is a kid's game? <laughs> they're smart. They must be smart. No, dude. They're, they're, they're not. Their eyes are like on all. Yes, they, they can they, see in 360 degrees. And you can see every degree. Every what? degree, man. <laughs> That's crazy. I'm pretty sure they're aliens. They're totally aliens. They, you know, the, 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 the dragonflies can be traced back to like 150 million years ago. And they were, they used what? to have, yeah, yeah. These, there's like, um, they used to have like, if you go out to Colorado to Red Rocks, you can see, um, uh, fossils that they used to be like six feet wide, their wingspan. They used to be like huge. <laughs> I could actually imagine that. Yeah, yeah, totally. So imagine like a six In like foot a dragon. like a thick rainforest. Yeah, yeah. Fucking those fucking oh things. Oh my, can you imagine a swarm? <laughs> Of dragonflies, it goes from oh look at that cute little dragonfly to like get the hell out. Of I would be pretty scary. And uh, I've, I've 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 experienced a lot of swarms. You can still have swarms. Of now I'm like picturing in the you on a dragonfly that's like human size, and you're flying it, dun, and you have a swarm dun, of blue dragonflies dun, dun, behind you, dun. and they all are picking up trash <laughs> as you fly through the forest. Totally, dude. Full dragonfly activation. Dude, that'd be totally dope. <laughs> Gil, you're amazing. <laughs> so what? what is the personal... Well, we actually talked about the personal effect. What is a story of a time where you've seen the magic of the blue dragonfly bracelet in action? Could you... T- I'm sure there's many. Um, one that sticks out to you now. You know, I, I think that one of the things about the bracelets is that... You know, when 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 I when I put it into the universe, I hardly ever kind of like I don't get feedback. It's not like, you know, there there's not like a website people go, oh, blue dragonfly stories or you know like <laughs> there should be. <laughs> there's no, there's nothing like that. Hashtag <laughs> blue dragonfly stories. We're gonna start it. There you go. Gotta get it going. So the the, I mean, my favorite stories are when people who. Um, don't know each other in any other way. Mm. They connect through the bracelets. Yes, I've and had that happen oh, yeah, a couple I, times. That, that's that's been relayed back to me several times. But most of the people I give to the bracelets to don't know who I am, so there's no way of me getting getting it back to me. But I have one funny story. So I was in um, Tel Aviv in Israel, and um, I was hanging out on next to the beach and. Oftentimes, when I'm uh, near a particular beach, I often match the color of the uh, ocean with the color of the beads. Mm. And so I was sitting with this guy and then, you know, lots of people and all sorts of people and I'm giving bracelets and everybody's getting into it and it's really fun. And then this homeless guy comes up to me and we sit and I'm, I have a thing for homeless people. I talk with them a lot and they always have good stories. And so I was hanging out with this homeless guy for a while and gave him a bracelet. And while I was in Israel, I had, um, there was a, a woman who used to live in my house and I gave her a bracelet. I also get her boyfriend who was in the army. I gave him a bracelet and then my friend relayed back to me that her her boyfriend was sitting in a bar one day in Herzli in a different city altogether. Or, he, you know, he, he worked at a bar and he was serving at a bar. And this homeless guy comes in and he asks for a beer. And he puts his hands on the bar. 
and her boyfriend sees that it's the bracelet, same. And he, she, he was like, "Hey, where'd you get that?" And the guy's like, "What? What? What?" He's like, "No, no, it's okay. I got one too." <laughs> and so the homeless guy proceeds to tell him this magical guy like got on the beach and gave it a <laughs> so that story that's a funny one that, that's great I mean just knowing that it's in different countries um, it just proves to you the interconnectedness of yeah, the world yeah yeah I mean and I, 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 I sometimes when people I know people are going away like when when uh, Dylan went to New Zealand I gave him four bracelets to just mm-hmm. distribute so I, oftentimes if, if somebody's telling me I'm going someplace I tell them alright give Give this bracelet to somebody. Tell them to pick up 18 pieces of trash, and and run um, it through running water. And through running water, yeah. So the, with intentions. With intention. There you go. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> We've got it down. I'm, I'm, I'm not very good with like you know. I'm, I'm see. My, my, You're summarizing. I get it. Uh, yeah. No. I, I I don't like to. I don't like to give too much uh, parameter. I like to just. I used to. I used to give it away without any any guidelines at all. So this is kind of like a. So the the eighteen pieces of trash and running water and intention that's a that's a relatively new thing, um, and, uh, and and it, and it changes all the time. I'm sure. <laughs> I mean, I I I think hey, if if you have a bracelet and you haven't done it, it's a good idea to do that just to kind of recharge. Another good idea. This is this is this is the second step of the blue dragonfly bracelet. I haven't reached this quite quite yet, um, but if you're ready to. Um, change your life if you want to really like people wait you can wait till the bracelets just snap off right like I think some people the, the, I forget what the name of the bracelets are but wait till the it comes unknotted but you can actually cut these which is I totally invite you to do that if you really want to change I've done it in my own I'm, right now actually I'm not wearing a bracelet because I, I, I was really depressed and I just wanted to change my karma mm. and I, 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 I just rip it open I just kind of cut it um, and it's kind of like you can take charge of your your karma. You don't have to wait for karma to be karma. Karma will karma will remain static if you do nothing. So taking any action, even if that action is as small as cutting a bracelet, and is is a good thing. Mm. Now, if you want to go the next route, then you can rebeat it while setting your own intention. Because you know, beating a bracelet is not very tough. Anybody can do it. Um, so the beads are, beading is kind of an interesting spiritual practice. Um, beads, the word bead comes from Old English, bede. Bede means prayer. So any bead is a prayer. Um, the intention that you set along with that bead is your own. Right. Now, if you want to go the religious route, you can create a mala and create 108. Or if you want to become a Muslim, a 99 names of God and just follow that protocol. Or 72 if you're Jewish and believe in that. That's all good. Or create your own. You know, be your own prayer. Create your own prayer. Just don't hurt anybody in the process. <laughs> yeah. I like that. I've heard of prayer beads. Yeah. I didn't totally. know that the actual word yeah. comes from that yeah. meaning. Totally. At least that's what Wikipedia told me. <laughs> I think that's how I read it. I mean, beads are found all over the world. All over the world. They're all almost around. universal. The, here's another interesting tidbit. It's really interesting. You start thinking about it. Yeah. Everywhere. Everywhere. In the world. Everywhere. Yes. Wow. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> 
Yeah, so I mean, this is very inspiring to me. I'm sure people listening are going to... four people. Uh, <laughs> the four people that are getting bracelets. <laughs> so, so, we, so, so, so I need to give you some... So let me see how many I got. I got four for, four for the people who are listening and four for the, um, the emoji, the dragonfly emoji. Yes. <laughs> well, Gil, I mean, that's... Here's the thing. A lot of people never actually start on that path that, that, that is calling to them because they think, oh, it's only a one, you know, only one step or it's just me or blah, right. blah, 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 blah. You know, if I pick up that one piece of trash, what difference is that really going to make? Right. Um, but everyone's heard of the butterfly effect. Absolutely. But now everyone knows about the dragonfly effect. Oh, the dragonfly effect is different. Oh, it's really? This, oh, very different. Oh, please yeah, explain. Yeah. Oh, oh, they're very different. <laughs> Very qualitatively different. I was just going to say, because you, like that homeless person in Tel Aviv yeah. or whatever yeah, the yeah. different city, yeah, yeah. they're probably still wearing it because yeah. these things are hard to get off. Yeah. Like, seriously, this is like, <laughs> it's been on me for a while, since yeah. Beauty in the Backyard, actually. Right. So, nice. you know, <clears throat> but uh, that person, it obviously had an effect on them. And because they connected, I'm sure that that is going to inspire them to inspire someone else. So by these, they're not random acts of kindness, but these acts of kindness and love. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's really beautiful because it's coming from pain and understanding the pain and because it's healing and therapeutic for you, when you share that with other people, it's healing and therapeutic for them. Right. And it kind of reminds me of how Meta Creative was actually started. Um, how was that? Dylan and uh, Gavin, we're mm -hmm. at the University of Delaware at the most notorious, one of the most notorious bars mm -hmm. on campus called Grotto's. Mm -hmm. It's right on the corner. It's like the first bar walking up Main Street. And uh, it's really loud. It's always packed. It's sweaty. You're spilling beer on the person next to you. You can barely hear anything. Everyone is dressed and very, very, you know, wants to look great. But not really even connecting with the people next to you because there's so many distractions. The TVs are all playing a different sport and there's music really loud. It's just hard to connect. And uh, they were talking about it. Um, hey man, this like, man, we should, you know, this, this bar sucks. Like we can't even connect. There's no games. We can barely even hear you. We should do our own parties. And how, why, what's gonna make them different well, other than the fact that we can actually talk to each other mm. and collaborate through artistic means, mm. we're going to inspire people to live sustainably by always donating a portion to the environment. So Beautiful. look at where that came from, a, a, a bar where you know, right, exactly. half of the people walk out completely black out totally. and don't remember even leaving the bar. That's where Meta Creative mm. was born. And take in mind, from one person from D.C., and one person from New York who is actually just visiting mm -hmm. in a completely different state, these two people that met in person, it's like rising from the ashes almost. That's the beautiful. That's yeah. So beautiful. it's just a really beautiful story. And then, um, I met them about a year later after they had started and, and, uh, and joined, I was fortunate enough to uh, be able to join them and, uh, and get on board and continue doing what we're doing. But it's really reminds me of that because, it's from well, your pain and your trauma that you're that's, using That's the beads. only way you grow. I mean, you can't... I think the... 
mean, I think like you can keep doing the same thing over and over again, especially as a privileged person of means. It's it's easy, you know. You just you go through the motion of life. You go through the motion of life. There's no challenge, and when and then you and then you start to experience the what the the, the whole kind of sick substructure on, on which this this society exists and you you realize wow you know we could be doing this so many other ways and the um, I mean, I still get frustrated. I still get very depressed about the state of the world and, you know, why I can't do more. But, you know, there's, a, there's, an, old, um, there's an old proverb, a uh, Jewish proverb. is lo alecham lacha ligmor velo ben chorin ligam pater mimena, which means... It is not your job to complete, but neither are you exempt from beginning. So that one little piece of trash can be the beginning. Mm. And the dragonfly effect is, so butterflies have, um, I think they have also have two wings, but you can't, you can't the, 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 the four different wings are really pronounced on the, on the dragonfly. And to me, it's kind of like they, they affect things on this dimension and on other dimensions as well. I think if there is a cross-dimensional creature, it is the dragonfly. And so you are not only healing on this dimension. I think dragonflies are always associated with ancestors too and Eastern mm. mythology and, um, and indigenous mythology. Oh, I didn't know that. And so... The, um, you know, you are not alone on the totem. I don't even want to use the pyramid. Uh, we stand on the shoulders of many ancestors. And so we are here to do not only our own healing work, but theirs. Wow. And so the healing work, especially it relates to mental health, is something that I feel I owe. I owe my brother and my father and my grandmother and the ancestors mm. that came before mm. them. And mm. to rectify some of these wrongs um and you know i think there's still people out there who judge me as mad crazy lazy many other things and that's fine i don't really i don't really care um but one thing i do care about is compassion compassion for um people who um maybe don't have the support system that i have um and so the my you know my vision is not um to reform society and you know i i'm not really interested in a revolution my interest is very small really my if i had one vision and it's been an ongoing vision for a long long time it is to feed homeless people um, in return for picking up trash. And when I say homeless people, I'm talking about all of us. We are all homeless. These, these, these edifices that we've, we've, uh, we've created to signify power, and that's not our home. Our home is the temple, and we live on it. The temple is us. And so when we 
when we finally recognize that we are in the temple, and I'm not talking about the biblical temple, I'm talking about the temple, the real temple, the, the Eden, right? We're in the Eden, but the real temple is the Eden, and Eden is everywhere. And so we need to clean up Eden, and then you'll feel home, and then you feel you can pray and do yoga or whatever, whatever asanas you want to do. And that's, that's my vision. Yeah, that's amazing. <laughs> Could you repeat that uh, phrase again? Because I think it's really important. Which one? Um, it's not my... It is not upon you to complete the task, but neither are you exempt from beginning it. Mm. It's very collective. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And it, it calls for us to empathize more totally. with our friends and our family and strangers, homeless people. Totally. <laughs> because we're raised in a society that, uh, that, that applauds the individual for right. accomplishment. Right. And... And look, what, and look where that large, gets us. Yeah, desire for that uh, glory. And I think that the better glory is to have a beautiful planet to live on and to have a life to live. Right. And, um, yeah, it's, it's, we have to go back to, to the ways that, well, yeah, in many ways. Y- using y- I think we have to go back, but we also have to be realistic in that, you know, lately on my Facebook feed are all these... Um, um, I forgot what the name for it is, but like, you know, it's these basically people making pools with stick, you know, or something like that. Like, uh, um, and I don't think I want to go quite that far back. Um, I mean, I like the, I like the, the modern amenity. I like a hot shower. Oh yeah. It's nice. Oh yeah. I always um, like to say ancient knowledge, new technology. Exactly. Exactly. And so the, the key is how can we get as many people as we have to living a way that is, you know, I don't know. I, I mean, I, I think we, you know, some people say we're on the precipice. Some people were already off the precipice in terms of the earth's carrying capacity and what we're doing to, I, I, I don't know. I'm not a scientist, but I know that collectively we can, we can find solutions. Yeah, I think so too. And so, you know, do something. So mm-hmm. if it's a piece of trash, it's a piece of trash. If you can design a way to make a plastic that's more sustainable, maybe that's your piece of trash. Whatever it is, mm-hmm. do something. Yeah. And, you know, and somebody else will finish it. Somebody mm-hmm. else will do it. I mean, we can come together. I think it's, it's not a race. The, 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 the paradigm in which we live is a finite game you know it's a game theory called infinite games i believe in infinite games now infinite game as the name implies is a game a divine game and we live in it and i think you know i come from a jewish background um but the the real infinite game is not a game where one religion wins over another I think there are tremendous lessons to be learned from all religions. And the greatest is that God is infinite. God is infinite. God has an infinite amount of names, is reflective in billions and trillions of infinite uh, sentient beings, and we should respect all of them. 
And so we've got to figure out how to do that. And I think that we can. And I don't know if it's all of us becoming vegetarians or all of that. I don't think that's necessary even. But I think we should all be more conscious about how our every action affects something. And so, um, you know, if we all serve a greater good a little bit more than we serve our ego, then that would be much better than us trying to attain enlightenment or something like that. Because we don't need to sit under a tree, right? Or maybe we do actually. Maybe we should maybe we should have a global Buddha day where we all sit under a tree. That'd be really fucking awesome. I just saw a picture of a million uh, people meditating together in Thailand. I know. That's at awesome. once. I think that's... Got chills from We should that. do that. And I wasn't even there. We should do that, dude. I think there's an uh, international at, at, dude, meditation day. The, no, no, no. At the end of Earth Day, we should just find a tree, clean up around the tree, yeah. and just sit yeah, under it. Yeah. Actually, this podcast is going to be released today. Okay. So for everyone listening, yeah. we have an, uh, an Earth Day cleanup event. Gil will be there. I will not uh, be there, unfortunately. Oh, it's no, Passover. Gil. It's really bad. But I will, I, my bracelets will be there. Okay. I will, I will, Gil's, I, the blue dragonfly bracelets will be there. Will be there, yes. And, yes, uh, and, and oh, 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 oh. And on Earth Day, on, on, on that day, if you come with uh, your bracelet, after picking up a bag of trash, show a picture of it to Kazi and post it on Meta Creative, uh, you will get a free meal at wow. Kazi's. First 18 wow. people. Yeah. All right, and that's on uh, 12th and uh, K. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 12th and What's K. The right across called? the street. Ka- uh, Sakina Halal Grill. Sakina Halal Grill. Yes. This is amazing food. Yeah, amazing Seriously. food. Vegan. Oh, so, vegetarian. And, and, oh, and also the, the, day, the, the event has been moved till uh, Saturday. Saturday. 420. Yes. Yes. In DC. Yes. Uh, we got sponsored uh, trash bags. Trash and bags and pickup pick sticks. Pickup sticks. The that's clamp. It. The one. The claws. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah, grab and go. That's amazing. They're and awesome. So we have, I think, a local go-go band coming. A what? Who? who? A, a local go-go band. Oh, really? Spread love band. No it's way. It's not confirmed yet, but uh, dude, highly probable. Right, so Acoustic I, I, set. So in at Franklin Park. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's exciting. Totally dope. And, and Gil can be found at um, other of our events as well. But I mean, Gil, thank you so much. This yeah, has yeah. been really inspiring totally. for me. And I think this podcast will definitely go down in history. <laughs> <laughs> and um, you know, I was going to ask you if you had any closing remarks, but I th- closing remarks. You've um, already said so much. <laughs> like, I, I, so I many think inspiring, that the, inspiring the, things. The, the <laughs> You know, I, I used to think that, and I still believe that you can find amazing teachers all over town. I mean, I've, I've danced with amazing people. Uh, there are amazing dance teachers, amazing meditation teachers. There's amazing everything. There's amazing gurus and temples and rabbis and Sufis and everything. And I encourage you to find all those and find each to your own inclination. But ultimately, the greatest teacher you will find is yourself. You generally know what you need. The problem is we are so distracted. And so find a quiet place. Find a practice that quiets your your go-go mind and, 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 and do something for another person. Service. It's the greatest yoga there is. There's an entire school of yoga associated with service, bhakti. 
and do something. And when you do something, you will escape a little bit of that neurosis of what it means to be a modern man or woman. <laughs> Is that good? Amazing. So, Gil, if someone wants to get in touch with you, how would they go about doing that? Uh, in touch with me? Call an Uber. Or if you're... <laughs> you might be lucky enough to get me. Or if you're interested uh, on going on a blue dragonfly adventure, um, uh, call Dustin or call, call, uh, call Dylan or Davis and, and organize it and we can coordinate a uh, day in uh, where I can introduce you to some of my dragonfly friends. <laughs> amazing, amazing. And as always, to find out more about our events, who we are and what we do, you can check out our website, metacreative.world, M-E-T-T-A, creative.world. And uh, as always, this has been an episode of the Metamakers, Metamakers Podcast. <laughs> thank you, Gil, and thank you for listening.